Today on the podcast, my conversation with Brandon Hanley from the Fatherhood from the Rest of Us. We discuss parenting, being a dad, and can you be an influencer in your own home? Find out next on the podcast. Let's do this. Welcome to the No Sitting on the Sideline Dad Podcast, a podcast about a journey of discovery and conversations about not sitting on the sideline of life. Let's get involved. Here's host Joe Foley. Hey, welcome to the podcast. My name is Joe Foley and I'm a dad, a parent, and a crazy busy dog just like you. And I want to say thank you for being here. And this is your first time. Welcome. I know it's a dad and a parent. No, our time's limited, so it means means a lot to you here. This is a podcast about journey discovery. What I mean by is me and you learn together. Yes, me and you learn together from my interviews and stuff that I talk about. It's interesting because I'm learning just like you, so I'm not an expert, but I'm finding out these things that makes me a better dad, better person, better human being sometimes because I give you an example. Me being a dad, I didn't have a dad growing up. Well, I had a stepfather, but it wasn't really the greatest example for being a father. And I think sometimes... As a dad, it's like, I'm learning as I go. And especially all the stuff I've gone through last few years with divorce and, and stuff like that. I'm learning just like you. It's like our guest today. Next up, my conversation with Brandon Hanley from the Fatherhood Rest of Us. Brandon's the host of the Father of the Rest of Us podcast, also a coach and a speaker. He's a father of two boys and married with his wife, Megan Hanley. Listen to talk and talking with Brandon, you can feel the passion for being a father and wanting to help others. In any of you, we're talking about the ins and outs of being a father. What is it like growing up without a father? Something that I can relate to. Creating community like like-minded fathers. And, who, and also trying to figure out the father you want to be. I got the chance to meet Brandon at Podcast Movement 2018. And I got to say, talking to him on the podcast and meeting in person, he has a positive influence to be around. I catch myself, to be honest with you, and he's probably going to listen to this podcast, but I caught myself not wanting to be negative. And just being positive and have a conversation. He's an inspiration from all fathers and parents. So let's jump right into the interview. Welcome to the podcast, Brandon. Hey, Joe. Thanks for having me today. It's exciting to be here. Thank you. I have a, I have a question. You know, I like to try intro questions sometimes and kind of get, you know, know you a little bit. What's the, what's the last thing you've done with your kids that, like, fun thing you did with your kids? Last fun thing uh, I did with the kids um, outside of, we just, I just, uh, before we were starting this up today, there was, we're talking about how there's a little bit of snow here down in North Carolina. So one of the fun things that we did was just throw some snow at each other. And they don't get the opportunity quite like you do uh, up where you're at to, to be surrounded by the snow so much. And uh, I think the other fun thing that we did recently was I bought them both a couple of uh, bows. I've got two boys, uh, five and eight. I bought them some bow and arrows, you know, nothing like I think 15 pound or something like that. And we just stood out back uh, in the backyard and, and, and shot some bows and arrows. One thing, um, one thing that we were ta- um, talking about, your your um, website is Father for the Rest of Us. That's an interesting um that's an interesting name. What does fatherhood mean to you? Fatherhood to me, uh, you know, it means it's always changing because, uh, you know, as it, it means constant growth as a, as a man right now, constant ability to uh, express myself as a leader in the family, to my community and to those around me. And um, being a dad, it, it's, it's kind of weird to say. It's almost like a dream come true. It's like, uh, being able to be the, the man I was always supposed to be or, uh, designed to be because I get the, I, I get to really embody, um, 
the ideal person. And I do that because that's what I'm trying to teach my boys. And I understand that the only opportunity, the best opportunity that I can get my boys to be the men that I want them to be is to be, you know, that model. It's interesting. I mean, have you any one of those dad moments going, ah, oh, crap, I can't believe I did that kind of dad moment? Oh man, yeah, all the time. You, you got, you get them all the time. I mean, I can tell you like, it was probably just the other day and, and you do like the dad growl, you're like, oh, you gotta stop that. What are you doing? And then you're like, Sorry, dude. I didn't mean to flip my lid like that. I just, you know, I shouldn't have reacted like that. I, what was that? It was, it was last week. Um, you know, the kid, uh, the kids were just kind of hanging out. I, I was taking out some recycling. I asked one of my kids, uh, man, I asked him to please go grab the door for me while I took some stuff out. Eight years old and he gave me like some moat face and he's like, I don't want to. And then he finally like, he stood up and he started walking there. He's like walking really slow and just like, you know, like intentionally slow and, 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 just kind of being a jerk, right? And I was like, move it! <laughs> my wife jumped up, Meg jumped up in her seat and, and gives me the look. I'm like, sorry, sorry, sorry. Didn't mean to lose it. I just want to get the trash out and get the day going. So yeah, man, all the time, all the time, stuff like that. But what's funny is for the young kids been learning, it's like my kid, my son now is starting to give me attitude. Mm-hmm. I'm like, to go, sorry, daddy, attitude. I'm like, I want milk. I go, how do you ask? Please, or he's like, I'm almost like, um, sometimes I think I'm his butler. <laughs> Ah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Daddy, 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 snack. Just had dinner. Well, look, and you can go from go from that to where they are now, and 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 getting everything for themselves. And it's almost it's almost sad. And I still I still think back to when um, even my oldest, I think back to when he couldn't even move. Mm-hmm. Right, couldn't even move. When you put him down, lay him down, he's all swaddled up, wrapped up in a blanket like a like a little caterpillar, and he would leave and come back and he would still be there. Right? <laughs> yeah. You'd go do things. And, and then the, I still, I still, I still get sad that that's changed because now he can, you know, after he started walking on his own, he, you couldn't just leave him by himself anymore. And now they get stuff for themselves. They make their own sandwiches. I'll come downstairs sometimes. Like we'll leave them alone, uh, to do whatever it is that they're doing, just kind of hanging out in the house and come back down. There's, there's bread on the counter. There's peanut butter over here. There's the peanut butter, you know, sticking over here. The, the younger one who's not as, as, uh, adept with, with all those things just yet. It's just like leaving, you know, wrappers of cheese, cheese stick wrappers over here, half eaten apple over here. Uh, and it just kind of, it almost makes, it, it makes me feel sad because they're starting to be able to do things on their own. And, and, uh, I'm like, wow, I could have helped you with that. I could have gotten all that without making this mess for you guys. You're coming downstairs going, what the? And he stopped. He started laughing because he think it just because you like you said, they just think it's funny. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, all the time. Um, I just they they constantly make me laugh. There's one uh there's one um question that I tend to ask on the end of my podcast, and and they'll say say what is one thing that you would like to thank your children for? You know, maybe ten years goes by and you say you know here I'd like to thank my kids for the last that they gave me that the huge amounts of entertainment that I get. Uh, I love, I love it. Like when you want to be super mad at them, but you can't because whatever they've done is just so funny. You're just sitting there going, <laughs> stop it. So, but this is, you're making me, it's really hard to do when you're just laughing. They can't take you seriously because you can't even take yourself seriously in the situation. One thing about fatherhood, I always wonder too. And then and I, I know I have my fears, but I was wondering, what is one of your fears of being a dad? One of my fears of being a dad? Fears like, you know, I don't want to mess it up or. Stuff like that. No, you know what? I, I, I can't mess it up. Um, 
Honestly, I, uh, and, and, and I say that because, uh, I didn't have a father in my life and, um, not having one and being one means that I can't mess it up. I, I, there's, there's no way for me to mess it up, uh, because it just, just by showing up and being here and putting in the time and the effort that I already have for, for all intents and purposes for me would be, I'd be like, I, I feel like I could roll out right now and be like, all right. Done. Um, I've done a lot more than what was given to me, uh, from a fatherhood perspective that I know these boys are already in a much better situation than I was in, in regards to, um, having, uh, the support from a male perspective, uh, having, ha- you know, uh, having a male around that, that having a father around is, is, uh, just so, even just even having a bad father around you is better than, than better than none. So I can't mess it up as long as I'm here. Well, it's funny thing you I can relate to. I remember listening to not, one of your not the fifteen two of two of podcasts before, and I can relate to that because um, I didn't have my dad around either. My mom, right. my mom and dad separated when I was like two. Okay, dad, and I didn't see my dad because um behind the scenes stuff. You know, when you're a kid, you don't see the adult squabbling behind through divorce. And, um, my dad, my, I didn't see him. So my, I, right. basically I didn't really reconnect with my dad for gosh, couple years since we're going through divorce. And my, my stepfather was abusive and a drug addict. So I, mm. I can relate to a lot of your, 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 and we, and we have that comment too. So that, that was, that was why, um, that was the impetus for the divorce for my mom and my dad. Uh, so he was an abusive man and, uh, you know, in a long, in a long streak of, you know, look, uh, it's hard to break that cycle. And he was an abusive man. And what had happened was, uh, and they were both, they were, you know, it was, they lived in San Francisco in the seventies, dude. Okay. Uh, I'm, that's enough said. And so they were both kind of into drugs. Uh, I think that as, as it came along, I had an older sister. And I think that as I came along, it was, it was like my mom was like, all right, look, we gotta, we gotta pull it together. Uh, he was abusive and started to go, I think, you know, I was a baby at the time, but he started to direct it towards the children. She put him in jail. You know, it was that bad. Um, and I think even back, you know, you go back, what is that? That's 40 years, right? It must have been pretty heinous because it was almost still acceptable back then, right? Uh, because we still made progress and there's still a bunch of men that still, that it's okay to be abusive, uh, even now. So it must have been that much worse, um, 40 years ago. And, uh, the drugs, he, he died of an overdose. Uh, I met him. I had the opportunity to meet him once. In person when I was 19, driving across country, completely incidental. Um, and, uh, he died three months after we met. It's, it's almost funny. I don't know about you as a dad. I know as myself is when I became a dad, um, not having the close connection with my dad or example and having my stepfather situation, I didn't really have a, a playbook to go by. I had a, almost feel like I'm making it up on my own. I don't know how, how you feel about that. Yeah, uh, there, there was a lot of, there was, and, and maybe there still is a lot of that feeling, like, um, am I teaching them to be manly enough? Am I going about the right way? Uh, there was some of that. Um, a lot of that has gone by the wayside now, and a lot of that has gone by the wayside also due to, um, the efforts that, uh, over the past year creating this podcast and the community that I've created. Excuse me. One part of the podcast is interviews like you and I are having right now. And that's my opportunity to learn more from other fathers who are in the thick of it right now. And um not to use them as a gauge, but to um 
you know, to understand that I'm right in line with what I'm doing. And so after having, uh, you know, uh, probably 40 conversations with other men directly one on one about fatherhood, how they're doing it versus how, not even versus how I'm doing it. It's just a difference. Uh, I understand that again, I can't fail right now. I'm doing, I'm doing great. Um, everything's coming along just the way that it should. And, and it's not that it's not to put myself up there. It's just like, Hey man, I understand that that's cool. Uh, I'm doing all right. Uh, so there's less of that now than there may have been initially. And, um, I forgot the second part of the question. No, it's just about the part about like handbook. Everybody has like, it's like when you, I remember when my son was born, they, everybody tells me to do this, 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 and this. And when you're in the thick of things, throw the handbook out. Yeah, you got to do what you think is right. And uh, like I said earlier, fatherhood is is uh, awesome because you are always, always learning. You are always growing. Um, you know, I, I just got done reading uh, a series and and doing a Coursera course called uh, ABCs of Parenting and uh, reading the two books by Dr. Kasdan, who is uh, Yale, uh, you know, we're one of his books is around me here, but like he's a Yale Yale professor, leads the child you know, lead, leads the child studies up in Yale, been doing it thirty years, and reading his books I, in the past month and a half, I've completely revamped my whole outlook on fatherhood and 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 take on it. So you've got to be willing to put that work in, um, and or just be willing to accept where you are. And if you're ha- happy where you are, that's cool. That's a hundred percent cool. Um. And if you want to change, if you want to see growth, things aren't the way that you want to be at your house. You kind of got you got to start with you. And I think that that's that's lame truth. I mean, you got to You got to do the work on you. And uh, before you can really expect anything or take it to others, uh, the, you, you got to put the work in on yourself uh, if you want to, I think, improve in fatherhood. Well, one thing it's a funny thing I, I noticed since my son, too, and I, I didn't realize this. You know, the example you're setting by doing what you do and being a podcaster and also you're a podcast yourself and stuff like that. And I, I have my, my, um, setup in my bedroom, like my desk. I'm talking now and all of a sudden I see my son going over and taking my microphone and doing a podcast. Have, right. Have you seen your son's like anything that you do personally? Like set an example, like, you know, set tables, doing podcasts or whatever you do. Have you seen it like that? Like mimicking you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you know, um, I've got a, a big old green screen in here as well, uh, where I'll do some videos and, and they'll come up and they'll do videos. Uh, so they, they do videos. So, uh, you said, uh, before I do a lot of Facebook lives and, and they'll come up here and they'll be like, Hey, I want to shoot a video. And, uh, Finn, my oldest one is the one that does it the most. And he'll take a, uh, you know, Pokemon card and sit there and, you know, poke, like here is, you know, XYZ Pokemon and here's all of his abilities. Here's what he can do. And here's, you know, so it's really cool. And, um, I think they, I think that they think I do this more for my real job than anything else. Uh, and I love, I actually love that. Uh, um, when I, when my youngest asked me, he goes, Hey dad, when, when we're at school, do you do fatherhood for the rest of us? I'm like, yeah, but sometimes I, sometimes I do, you know? Um, so they see fatherhood for the rest of us as being more of who I am and what I do versus my job. And, that is fine with me. That is fantastic with me because I really want to, um, I really want them to see me doing something I love and something that is, has purpose and intent versus, um, grinding out my daily job. And I love my job. I love the work that I do, but it's not as, it's not as purpose driven and it's not as fulfilling as what I do here and now. And I want them to see me going for a dream, you know, living my dream. 
Is it showing being a happy dad instead of a depressed sad dad? Yeah, well, you know, um, another, another conversation that I, I often have is, is, uh, I think you're around the same age as I am, uh, and, and we get to be towards midlife and we have an opportunity. You see a lot of guys that, that cling in, uh, to their past and, and everything that they were. And kind of hanging on to all the things that were like, I used to be cool because of all these things I used to get to do. I used to be cool because of X, Y, Z versus, and, and, and then kind of sitting there on the couch, right? And saying, man, oh, what happened to my life and all this other stuff. And be like, how did I end up here? This is crappy. Um, or being like, Hey, I have, I've gotten to this point in my life and that's pretty cool. How much do I have? And I have like this much more of life coming at me, I'm embracing that. I'm chasing it down. I'm going to grab, I'm the, I talked to the guy the other day, Carly King. I'm going to suck the marrow out of, out of what's left here, man. I'm going to go get it. Uh, my thing is, you know, I kind of got, I got to where I am today real haphazardly, really not intentionally. Uh, and it's been great. I've been blessed. I've been lucky. Have I put the work in? Sure. But was it like, I, I, I want to reach a certain destination? No, I've never really been that kind of guy. Um, always a fly by the seat of the pants. And so a couple years back was when I said, what happens if I, I don't know, take a stake in my life? What happens if, uh, I actually try? And that's what's got me to, uh, through the past couple of years is, is been an amazing past couple of years of growth. And if you're a fan of Darren Hardy, if you've read, uh, the compound effect or if you're, you know, familiar with just the compound effect in of itself, just a small amount added every day towards who you want to be or, you know, your intention, who you intend to be really adds up, really adds up. If you, uh, again, who's a Zig Ziglar, right? Like, I mean, you only got to change like 0.01% of yourself every day over, you know, 365 days, maybe it's 0.035. I don't know what the exact number is, but it's a small, it's not even a percentage of yourself that you need to change or make a dress every day in order to change 100% in a year. Well, it's um it's interesting being a father too and and, and um another thing I was um when I was looking at like before the interview I was checking up is you also wrote a book Fatherhood for the Rest of Us. Is that where the, the um whole thing started? No, I mean I did Fatherhood for the Rest of Us is uh look man you're in the same space as I am you've got to have a uh a magnet, a lead magnet and you've got to you know you've got to You've got to have an ebook. You've got to do this and that, you know, for your marketing. And, and so I, you know, I wrote the book as, as a lead magnet, but it was a really cool exercise because, you know, I sat down and wrote out like this story and, 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 you know, I wrote down the origin story. Hey, you know, uh, like I was talking earlier, here's, here's kind of the genesis of it. Like, you know, my dad was abusive. My mom was a hippie. We left and I grew up without a dad and he was a drug addict, you know, uh, and all that stuff. So I kind of told my story leading up to where I am now. And being a father and just why it means so much to me and what this kind of movement means. I mean, geez, I wrote that book like seven months ago and I can tell you right now, like the, my whole world changed since then. I just, I saw the, on your, your webpage, I noticed that and that was really interesting. And, and, um, I thought maybe it had something to do with the podcast, but I was questions I had to ask. Now the podcast, so the podcast kind of came about with like, uh, I had a sales coach, I, I hired a sales coach. She and two other guys were podcasters, uh, were, you know, they were just podcasters. Started listening to their podcast, which got me ratcheted into podcasts. I, you know, you follow the trail. I ended up 
you know, listening to another podcaster, chasing your dreams, motivations, uh, all that kind of stuff. And I was like, you know what? I, I'd love to do a podcast. I, um, ended up buying one of, uh, this guy's Sam Crowley every day Saturday. I bought his video series, watched his video series. I was like, this guy's doing it like that. There's no way I can't put something together as well. And so I was, I, I was sold hook, line and sinker. I, you know, I bought podcast coaching and, um, when it comes down to podcasting, as you know, I'm not, not sure exactly how you ended up getting yours, but you know, you've got to go through, you've got to be like, right, go through 500 things that you love to do, uh, narrow it down. What's your niche, right? What's your niche? You're like, Oh my God, I don't even, I don't even know if I'm going to like Brussels sprouts in another six months. And, and so, so you gotta, you gotta go through. And, and for me, it was like, what am I, what's going to keep my interest for longer than six months is basically what it boiled down to. And, it was me loving my children, uh, loving being a father, going through that journey that was uh, kind of the most, that was the most, that was the thing I could really sink into. That was something that I could really, really buy that I was going to be doing for the rest of my life. I didn't see that going away. And, <laughs> and, and, uh, and I'm glad that I did. It's probably, probably the biggest and uh, best step that I've taken, uh, the impact that it has had on the home. Has also, uh, it, the changes in me, like we were talking earlier, has, has really rippled through the household and, uh, in the community and, and, uh, I just see that continuing. I see that ripple continuing to go out, uh, you know, past, uh, past it all. What kind of, um, what kind of like community? How big is the community you have? Uh, you know, for the podcast listeners, I mean, that ebbs and flows. I think I, I average around a hundred, uh, downloads right now. Um, but I also do a daily, Facebook Live, you know, so it's always just kind of where where the attention's put. I, I love doing the interviews, and that's just huge to me. So that's big. I was doing a daily like solo uh, thing inside of uh, the podcast and doing it inside of Facebook, and I, I just kind of felt like I, I was getting you know too too stretched. I'm like, oh my god, what am I going to do? I got you know. Um, so I do I do the I do the Facebook Lives uh, daily to a group of about uh, 300 men in there uh, in the Fatherhood for the Rest of Us community. A really nice engagement in there with, with those men where we, you know, we're, we're just there to support each other, right? Uh, good, bad, or whatever, indifferent. We just kind of, um, one of the things I always say is it's, we all, all have our challenges, right? Yeah. Uh, and I think it's, it's, it's in man's nature. Like if you see a challenge, like if you see a challenge yourself and, and, and you know how to fix it or you've got an idea of how to fix it, how long does it take before you like, you break through a wall? You're like, I can help you. I can do this. Yeah. And, and I think that's just innate man. Um, and, and that's where like we often, uh, come into difficulties with our spouse, right? Like our spouse will be like, Hey, I've got this problem. And you're like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's fix that. And they're like, well, no, I just, I just want to talk. Like it doesn't even make, I can't even, can't even wrap my head around that. Right. If you got a problem, let's fix it. <laughs> yeah, it's like our nature to fix things. We just want, right. We, right. It. I mean, another thing too, I guess, um, a lot of things men, especially with men's group and people get talked to and stuff like that. He says sometimes when men have problems, we don't want to look for help. We have a hard time looking for help. Yeah. Uh, and, and that is, that is simply to me, like a Western, that's a United States of America thing, right? We're, we're all a bunch of freaking cowboys. Uh, we're all a bunch of heroes. Uh, we can take on the world. We can do it all of ourselves, but that's a bunch of BS. And if you continue to live, uh, in that, I mean, you've got the weight of your shoulder, you know, you weigh the world on your shoulders and then some, right? Uh, so. Reaching out for help, uh, is actually, you know, probably one of the strongest things you can do. Being like, man, I'm having this situation. You know, I found that if, um, going through something, 
even as trivial as, as it could be, I think uh, one of the posts that I put in my group was that you know, I was just having uh, dealing with put my kids to bed, right? Uh, and them still sleeping in our bed and, and whatever. But posting that and 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 writing it out, hey, just kind of releases it, right? You're like, oh man, I'm glad I got that off my chest into a place of into a group where they're not going to judge me because that's I mean, they, it's not it's not like nobody's we're all dads, we're all going through different things, and we all have that that cornerstone of of this. And you and being able to share that immediately kind of just releases like this bubbled up pressure that you may have taken out inside your house. Right. But instead you're just doing it with a, a group of men who say, yeah, I mean, I went through that and uh, here's what I did to fix it. And you're like, yep. Yeah. And, 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 or like, you know, you release it. And once you release it, you don't even care anymore. Like, ah, <laughs> I don't even care anymore. You know, thanks for being there guys. Uh, thanks for listening. And that's, you know, I get it. And you can either take the advice or not. And, and, and you can, you can try some of the things that they do. Uh, what I find the more, more often than not though is, is just the, the sharing of, of bad ideas. And if you find one or two of the guys or three, you know, you respect the guys in the community, right? And if they try something, like that's a great idea. I'm going to try that out. It's as simple as, is, is look, we are all, uh, we're influencers within our own house and whatever. And whatever we see or we surround ourselves, I were influenced by. So, uh, if I'm surrounded by, you know, 300 plus men, uh, that are just trying to kick ass at fatherhood, who are just trying to do their best at fatherhood, and, uh, I respect from you know, their vantage points or their viewpoints, and they mention something kind of cool, I'm going to check it out. Well, the thing, the thing, when you were just saying that, when we were talking about before in the beginning, you asked me about that 2.0, and how, yeah. how, how's that, like your, like your podcast as you, Reach that community, like, I don't know how to explain it, but the community, that point to know your podcast being a dad, is that in any way correlated together or can you? Yeah, man. Like, I mean, look, even a year ago, man, even a year ago, if you've been like, Hey, Brandon, next year at this time, same, same time of year, you're going to go to a dad convention. I was like, I would have laughed you out, man. I would, cause I didn't even, I started the podcast in February of last year. I would have laughed you out. I would have laughed you out. And now it's like, I'm, I'm so excited to go be in uh, this, this community that's so big and, and growing. And, and I just think that it's, it's amazing how our culture's kind of taken a shift and, and allowing fathers to really play a larger part of the parenthood role versus just this uh, supporter and provider role, which is how I think it's, I think pro- you probably agree. You're, you you probably approached it as got the kid, going to have to go to work, going to have to provide food, shelter, uh, and keep the bears out. <laughs> right? and, and, and we play a much greater role than that. And we uh, are seeing more men embracing it and being allowed to embrace it. And I think that that is a huge part. And it's, it's, um, it's, that's a big part. It's, it's, we are being allowed to be fathers. And I don't think that we have been able to share the mom spotlight. Uh, mom, mom, moms get pissed at that because we don't have to do anything, quote unquote. Like, hey, you just get to show up and you're your dad. Um, oh, we see that. You always see that now, like the old commercials. Mike, now I get aggravated because I'm not a dad. I'm, I get mad. The, the, the stupid dad. The guy is like the fumbling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'm not yeah. a fumbling idiot. Uh, well, I think, and, 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 and agreed, but I think that the reason that that's almost, almost permissible is because, uh, you gotta have a sense of humor, right? You gotta have a sense of humor 
and uh, we can put ourselves in that in that light and and look back and take a laugh at ourselves and not take it all so seriously. And I think that's why we they can almost get it. But yeah, I, dude, I'm with you. We are not bumbling idiots. We're not jackasses. Sorry for you know. I'm not sure if you have to edit that, but you know, we we are as integral. We are as important, and we play just as much of a role as the mother. Exactly. Um, another thing too, I meant you um coaching. At coaching, you coach other men. Yeah, uh, you know, so that is the, the coaching for me. When I took my coaching, I took it for sales, but how I applied it was to life and all the stuff that, uh, you know, you take in business coaching and, and what you can apply that to fatherhood. And a big part for me is that again, I wasn't a goal setter. I wasn't an intentional guy. I wasn't, uh, uh, you know, let's set up all these routines type of person, affirmations, meditation, mindfulness, all this stuff was not part of my daily routine. These are all things that uh, you can point and direct towards business to excel in business. But, uh, you know, I decided to use all of those tools and focus them on fatherhood. Life changing, brother. Life changing. And, I, you know, so I offer the same type of uh, coaching that applies to business and uh, all these other aspects of life, but apply it towards fatherhood. And I enjoy that much more than because, and again, this is just, you know, my platform is that when I stop focusing as much on, you know, work and, and, and uh, chasing the dollar, chasing raises and chasing all these other things. And instead applied it to my family and my life made a radical difference. And uh, I, I just want, other men to be able to do that and apply it in that same manner. Uh, and, and, uh, especially from the, for the, the starter, like if you've, uh, I saw you nodding your head a lot when I said Zig Ziglar, right? So one of the things that he talks about is like, you know, what, what is it? They do studies in Harvard where well, I don't know where they do the studies, but only 3% of people write down their goals. And only, you know, when they go back and they find out, you know, of, of all the people who were successful, it was pretty much the 3% that write down the goals and, and, and start chasing it down and start applying it and start doing that. So uh, my target market is the, uh, and I say target market, uh, and I hate saying that, but the, the, the people whose lives I want to change are the people who've never done that, who've never taken those steps, who have never uh, started to apply those, those, those things in their lives, writing down goals, uh, having a coach. And, and having it, uh, dude, affirmations, I know it's like annoying and most of us are like, uh, I just got done reading our audiobook and subtle art not giving a bleep, right? Uh, and I don't know if you, if, if you've done that and he goes through there and, and he talks about, uh, affirmations as lying to yourself. And I'm like, dude, no, you're wrong. It's when you vocalize, when you rewrite down your intent on who you want to be, that's all you're doing. You're setting your daily intentions up. Like this is who I know I'm not today. Yeah. Or this is who I'm becoming. Right. And, and so, uh, taking those, uh, change behaviors and, and, and sharing that with men through coaching, and especially again, it's just easy for me to do it through fatherhood because that's where I've applied it the most. And that's where my heart's like blown up, uh, because of it. And, and, uh, so everything is going to ripple from the household effect. So if it starts here, if the lightning strikes in my house, you know, the fire is going to be seen from outside. It's, um, have you, in your coaching experience, have you had any, like, any, like, Wow moments like, oh man, I try to help the guy broke through and Yeah, I mean just 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 seeing the the confidence build in men and just seeing the confidence build in um anyone that, that I've worked with and seeing them 
six months later, seeing the influence of that coaching six months later, they're, they're miles, they're years away from where they were in, in terms of growth. Uh, you can sit there and, and, and harken back to the day of your, from, you know, your history and you can always dwell on that. And that to me is, that is, that is, uh, that kills me to see that. Uh, but to see somebody and, and I have seen this and I have done this to see somebody flip it around to help them flip that around and see them six months later. It's, 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 it's awesome. Uh, and you, uh, one of the things that coaching gives is, uh, restorative. It's restorative to both the coachee and the, and, and, um, you know, the coach. If you and I are having, you know, a coaching conversation. You're going to, the intent is you should feel better when you leave it. You should be kind of geared up and like, man, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go tear it up. And I'm going to be like, I'm going to be when you go leave, he's going to go tear it up. Right. So like, you know, everybody leaves feeling great. And that's, uh, um, you know, that's, a, that's just another great aspect of it. It's, it's interesting. And then I'm coaching. I'm like also being the father myself and lens in this space right now. I listen to a lot of people and a lot of, I didn't realize much coaching, everything out there, coaching, life coaching, dad coaching, parenting coaching, mom coaching, finance coach. I didn't realize how much was out there until I got into this space. Right. Well, I think, and again, you can take, uh, one of the interviews I did with Donnie Tuttle. This guy has eight kids and, uh, he is a sales coach as well. And I asked him the same thing. I asked him similar things. I was, you know, what do you do? Do you have any types of, uh, coaching tips directed towards parenting? He goes, you know, you just really just, you just kind of take all wherever coaching is applied. It's all the same stuff. You know, it's all, it's all the same stuff. So, uh, you know, if you want to become more, uh, more disciplined in, in finance and, and whatnot, you're going to get the chances are you're going to get most of the same coaching that I'm going to give on fatherhood. You know, uh, you just got to, it's just a different, it's just a different application applied to a different space. Oh, um, well, transition to the final, uh, wrapping up final thoughts for dads, leaving dads and where they can connect with you. Uh, you can always connect with me at on Facebook. You, I'm there most of the time. Uh, Brandon G. Hanley. If you are a father who's looking to uh, connect with other like-minded fathers, uh, who's looking to either share the struggles, help other men out. And one of the things I always say is like, if you want to go help others celebrate fatherhood, stop on in, man. Because the worst thing in the world is like when you, and it's okay to beat your chest, right? Like the worst thing is, man, I just did this. This is awesome. Everybody's like, Music, like, man, wah, wah, you know, a wet blanket. That's, that's not what the group is for. The group is there to like, you know, celebrate with you, uh, and help you, uh, just enjoy those milestones and not come down on you for, for being excited, uh, to, to have achieved something. So, uh, stop by there for, uh, in Fatherhood for the Rest of Us is a private Facebook group. And then, uh, the podcast, Fatherhood for the Rest of Us, check that out. It's going to have, uh, many awesome interviews on there. And every once in a while, I throw up some solos, just, uh, what's happening. Well, Brandon, thank you very much for being on the podcast today. I really do appreciate it. All the links will be in the show notes, and I kind of thank you. Absolutely, man, and thank you for doing what you're doing out there. I know you're helping uh, fathers grow and and get through this fatherhood thing as well. So the work that you're doing is amazing. Thank you. Well, that's all I have for this episode. I want to thank Brandon Hanley from the Fathers of the Rest of Father for the Rest of Us being a guest on the podcast. You can find more about Brandon in this podcast or FathersForTheRestOfUs.com. You can find all the links in the show notes over sitting on the sideline.com slash five five. If you have a second, please comment on the podcast. Continue the conversation about fatherhood. And what is your experience of being a parent or a mom or a dad? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who, if you're a mom or a dad. You know, continue the conversation. Leave a comment in the show notes. Or head over to Apple Podcasts. Leave a review. You can find all my contact information over at nosittingonthesideline.com slash contact. Hey, feel free to sign up for the newsletter. and will let you know keeping up to date what's going on with the podcast.
Final thoughts, I guess. I'm like, sometimes I do these things and I, I kind of like it. There are two things that Brandon said that stick with me in the interview. One, when you are going through tough times, like example, like life changes events like divorce or losing a job in stress for everyday life. One quote he said was, reaching out for help is one of the strongest things you can do. It's true. I mean, I went to divorce myself and recently and it was, been a, it was a tough, tough ride for me, you know, and, and before my marriage and I would never believe in reaching out for help, but I reached out for counseling, other men to talk to, support groups, because you know what? You can't do it by yourself and you're not weak for reaching out for help. So if you're going on through a tough time, reach out for help. The second thing was, the other one was, we are influenced in our own house. It's true. I mean, if a negative, you're going to bring a negative influence. If you're positive, you're going to be a positive influence. I guess, um, I guess the positive part about it would be you bring a lot of better relationships in your family, strengthen the relationships in your family, and makes life a lot better. Well, until next time, take care. God bless. See ya. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Please subscribe to the newsletter to receive updates of the show and helpful and useful tips. This has been a production of Foley 42 Media.